Welcome to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. This podcast is presented by the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation and hosted by our CEO, Jamie Irvin. At the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation, we work with manufacturers, distributors, and repair shops who want to grow their business. Do you have a problem that you would like some help with? We have developed fault codes for heavy duty parts businesses, just like they have for commercial trucks. Find out how many fault codes your business has and how you stack up against dozens of other heavy-duty parts businesses. Head to heavydutyconsulting.com and schedule a meeting with us today. All right, let's start this episode. You're listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and this is the show where you get expert advice about heavy-duty parts that keeps trucks and trailers on the road longer while lowering costs per month. We need to encourage more people to join the heavy-duty truck parts and service industry. It's an ongoing challenge, and really, when you think about the different methods of getting people into the industry, one option, of course, is to promote people joining through scholarships and education. Is scholarships enough? Is that something that we should be pursuing? And if so, how would we go about doing that? My guest today is Eric Via, the founder of the Diesel Garage Foundation. Eric, welcome to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. So glad to have you here. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you having me on. So we're, we're trying to tackle this great big monstrous issue of uh, the technician shortage, and we're trying to look at it from different perspectives, right? There's, there's obviously re- recruitment and then there's retention. Today, we're going to talk about getting people into the industry. Um, can you explain to our listeners what, or or rather, how the scholarship program that you offer uh, works? Just give us like the high level overview, and then we'll get into the details. Okay. Uh, well, we want to promote the diesel industry trade. Everybody's always short uh, diesel technicians everywhere you're at. Hundred thousand at least short right now, and, and that number is going to climb. So what we want to do is we want to help uh, close that gap if we can as much as possible. Uh, Hundred thousand people trained is a lot of money, but we want to try to take a bite out of it uh, with the best we can to try to make an impact. So the scholarship, what we offer is, um, make sure you get uh, apply for a trade school that you want that falls underneath of what we support from the welding, diesel technician, machinist, and CDL school. Those are the four that we focus on and that we support. Um, make sure you're accepted by that trade school because we can give them a scholarship. But if they're not accepted to go to school, we, the scholarship isn't going to do any good. So we want to make sure that you're already registered at school, all your financials are in. And once you once you qualify there, you need to make sure at the same time you're applying at that school, apply for the, the Diesel Garage uh, Foundation Scholarship as well on our website. And there's a few more requirements that we have that, that add on to the trade school um, because we just want to make sure that we're, we're getting everything out there as much as we can and promoting the best. Uh, the best way we can. Right. Well, that makes sense. I mean, there's going to be a process for it. So who's like an ideal student? Is it only the kids just coming out of school or does it uh, cover a wider range than that? No, it's, it is for everybody. It's a great question you asked too, because a lot of people have asked me, like, well, what about my high school kid? Or what if, what if I'm 40 years old and I want to change careers? Hey, if you're 40 years old and you want to change careers and you want to board the diesel industry, man, we're all about it. That's what we're, we're there for. If you're in high school, you want went to shop class and, and you're fortunate enough to where your school still does shop class. Uh, you know, we want to, we want to help you out. Let apply for it. Get get accepted at the school you want to go to. Apply for the Diesel Garage Foundation Scholarship. 
then we look at that stuff there and we just want to get a video from you. Uh, what we do is we just ask for a three to five minute video and a letter, kind of like an essay. Tell us why you want to do it and what what this is going to do for you and your family or, or whatever you're going to do. So um, obviously we want the, the money to go uh, stretch as far as we can. Uh, we're completely run off of donations. So the more donations, the more scholarships that we can help out. So we just want to help out. Would you say that that financially it's it's the only barrier to getting people into these programs? I mean, obviously, if we take some of that financial burden off, it helps. But is that the only barrier? Or do you think sometimes people don't even see our industry as an option? And so awareness and overcoming the financial burden are kind of like two of the angles that you take to solve this problem. Well, I think uh, you're right on the awareness part. Another part is, do people really want to work at that? Or is it just something that, oh, well, hey, I'll try this out and, you know, go from there. Big thing is, is finding the motivation and determination, people that want to really do it. I mean, you got to be really motivated. So I think there's a couple of factors that go into that. A big thing is the financial for the scholarship, Um, motivation, determination to do it, and trying to find the right people. I mean, it, it's really a, a special niche, and it's, I don't think it's uh, necessarily that people aren't aware of it because they are aware of it because they go to bring their trucks in, they go to bring their cars in. Even in the gas industry, they're shorthanded. Everybody's shorthanded. So to find those uh, people that want to actually work, that's the hard part. And that's what I've been finding out uh, with a lot of different uh, employers that I've talked to about the foundation and what we're doing and for support. And they're like, well, this is great if we had great support, but we still need to find people that want to go do it. They have to have the want and the drive to become a diesel technician or a welder or a CDL driver. You know, So there's a couple of barriers uh, that are up in there, but we want to try to help motivate everybody in the show and say, hey, look, in 12 months' time, what if you were in a place, in a job, you got out of school, you got the scholarship, you got your tools. One year from now, you're at a job making 80000 a year to start plus benefits. How would that benefit you? Would you get them motivated by then? Would you bring the awareness to them by then? We're hoping to do so. No, well, that's true, and and I will say that that not every job is you know not every person is perfectly suited to every job, right? Some there's a certain kind of person, and to your point, we need to find people that are going to look at this as a career, not just a, a job opportunity, because uh, once we get them in the industry, then keeping them that that's the other half of the battle, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Retention is a big thing, uh, uh, especially with uh, everything going on. But that's where the the motivation and the drive come from. And that's part of the application process um, that we want to see from people is, okay, well, get us a video. We want to see your body language. We want to read what motivation you have. Are are you excited about it? You go, you get up every day and go, this is awesome. I can't wait to do this because it's a life changer. Or are they going to be like, oh, well, you know, I'll try this and we'll see what happens. And, you know, maybe I'll do this for a little while until I find something else. You know, we are, there's no guarantees, but we want to find the right people that are going to be there to do the best that they can to change their lives and have the biggest impact uh, that we can to where they can make a big impact for us as well. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Don't have a heavy duty part number and need to look up a part? Go to parts.diesellaptops.com or download the app on Apple or Android to create your free account. Looking for high-quality fuel injection for heavy-duty applications? 
Having one supplier for fuel injection allows you to better serve customers by providing them with a complete line, which increases your sales and profitability. Learn more at ambacinternational.com slash aftermarket. We're back from our break. And before the break, we were talking about the scholarship program that is offered by the Diesel Garage Foundation. We're going to learn a little bit more about that. Um, Eric, let me ask you something. From your perspective, what is some of the real big reasons we've struggled to attract enough people to the industry? You talk about 100,000 open positions right now for technicians. Uh, last number I heard, there was like 80,000 open positions for drivers. I know on the part side, there's lots and lots of demand for people. What's going on here? Because for those of us that work in the industry, we know how great of an industry it is. Why are we struggling so hard to get people? Well, I think it's a lot of lack of motivation. And the reason a lot of those openings are there is because people are retiring. Uh, you get the old, the earlier generation that's been around for 30, 40 years. It's time for them to have fun and retire. So we're, we're having to fill those spots and, and with not having shop classes in high school or different things like that in, in schools, it really cripples the industry because you have to get them interested first. How do we get them interested? We got to start them early. Um, whether if you go to a high school that doesn't have automotive program or something like that or a shop class, how are you supposed to get that younger generation interested in what we're doing? How do we get them? How do we draw them in and say, "Hey, this is a great uh, opportunity for you"? Like you said, you and I both know that the industry what we're in is great. There's a lot of opportunity there, a lot of growth, and and great sustainability to take care of your family, pay your bills, make a good living, and have a good life. Well, how do we get those people in there? Um, part of the thing is, too, is cost. A lot of people look at it as like, oh, well, why should we have to buy our own tools to work on vehicles? Why do we do this? I mean, you know as well as I do, you know, 60000 80000 is not unheard of for a, a good technician to have in their arsenal of, of tools, big, you know, triple-bay, tool, roll-away toolbox full of tools to take care of your job. You know, a lot of people are like, well, why should we have to pay for tools? You know, we, we just we just want to go work. Well, that's another barrier that, that people see, but it just depends on what you're going to do and your outlook towards that. Are you motivated to do that? It's really hard in that aspect without cultivating that at a younger age in the schools and the financial. So it's not just one thing. I think there's a lot of different things that go into attracting people into this industry. I agree with you. And and certainly, um, yeah, the tool thing is definitely a barrier. I've seen people, um, rather, I've heard people say, hey, if you're going to choose a technical trade, don't do mechanics of any kind because the tool cost is so much higher for that than, let's say, being an electrician or a plumber or some other trade. So we're losing to other trades. And another, to to your earlier point about exposure, you're absolutely right. Like if I hadn't gone to a cooperative automotive program in high school, I don't think I would have had any awareness about the industry. And when the opportunity to get into heavy duty came my way, I don't know that I would have taken it. And I think to a lot of um, families, you know, you, you don't see them necessarily sitting around the dinner table and uh, talking about how proud they are that their kid is going to, you know, join uh, the trucking industry and become a professional driver or a technician. You know, they, they want their kids to be lawyers and doctors and maybe work in Silicon Valley and in the tech uh, sector. So so there's 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 these competing factors 
Um, and then, of course, you brought up the demographics as well, which is definitely a major issue. There's just not as many young people as there are people retiring. So the competition for people has just intensified. Well, yeah, it, it really has. And that, that competition boils back down to attitude, determination, and drive. What do they want to do? Do they want to sit around and play video games all day? Or do they, do they actually want to get out and do something physical, work with their hands and be able to be like, hey, look, I'm providing for my family. This is a great opportunity. There's, there's potential, endless potential right there as far as job goes. You look at it for longevity. So say you come in as a welder. What's a job opportunity for that? You're going to be around for a long time. There's always going to be a need for a welder. And, and people are hiring welders right now like they're going out of style, just like diesel technicians and mechanics everywhere. Um, you just can't find enough of them. And if you do find one, everybody's like, hey, tell your friend to come over here. Well, they're not motivated. So I'm over here doing this. Yeah. You know, so it, the motivation factor is the biggest thing is like we've got to figure out how to get into the schools and get people interested again and say, hey, look, this is a good career. And you don't have to have a college degree, a four year, six year or eight year degree to make that money. So you say, hey, look, uh, if you went to a diesel technician and you're done in a year, you're making 80,000 to 100,000 years start now. And because and you're doing good, you're excited, you're motivated, you really learn. Your friend Joe could be in that in that four year school, still going to school, accumulating debt while you're out there. You already got the, the scholarship from Diesel Garage Foundation. You got everything done, started started fresh with tools and everything else. And four years later, he just graduates his school. Four years later, you moved up to service manager or a, a service tech uh, higher position in your company making good money and you don't have any bills. So there's a lot of different stuff that we really got to get out there. And to do that, to get started, first is the schools. Get a, get a shop class back in there. And then another factor is talking to other people. Say, hey, man, why you got to bash us? We're doing good, as, just as good as you are. But you know as well as I do, people are still going to talk about it. So uh, there's really no way to overcome that part of it. The best way we can do is promote it early and promote it with everybody that we can I, I agree with you. I think I think promoting the industry has got to be a top priority. Uh, how can people support the Diesel Garage Foundation if they want to get involved and support what you're doing? Uh, how do they go about doing that? You mentioned that it's strictly um, funded by by donations. So how do we go about doing that? Um, you can make donations right online to dieselgaragefoundation.org. Uh, you can go on there and check everything out of what we have. There's all kinds of different information that you can read. Uh, for students, for parents, you can see our donor wall, uh, the companies that have already supported us and, and are behind us and everything that we've got going on. Um, you can go check that out and make an online donation if you're not uh, familiar, you're not comfortable with, uh, you know, using credit card or whatever, too. There's also a way to do an offline donation, send it to us. Uh, give us a call. The phone number is on the bottom of there and see what we can do to work with you guys and come out to your school or come out to your business and see what we can do to try to help promote more of the diesel technicians in there or welders for welding companies and machinists and, and some of the CDL drivers. We're working with a school in Alaska right now, NIT, and uh, we were just up in Alaska and, and got out our first Alaskan trade school scholarship up there. So uh, we really love to help people out and talk to the schools and see what we can do to help. And, and we appreciate everybody's help uh, getting behind the foundation and what we're doing because uh, we all know trade schools aren't cheap, tools aren't cheap. So we appreciate every little bit of help that we can get. Our goal is 100 students a year. So, you know, that that's uh, 
uh, I guess if you look at it in terms of numbers, that's about a million bucks. So uh, if your company uh, wants to get some more people there and get people behind you guys, go ahead and support the Diesel Garage Foundation because when you guys do that as well, we also reach out to the businesses and let them know, say, hey, look, you donated us, we su you support us. Here's a list of our graduates in the program that we think your business could use. So they have the potential to hire somebody out of that without having to pay for the training um, already. And if they hire somebody out of the program, then they've already got an applicant that can come in and is moldable to their business. Right. So they invested, they invest in you and, and you turn that investment right back towards them. So that's fantastic. So what's the step-by-step -step process of applying for the scholarship? How much of a scholarship does a person get? Uh, you kind of alluded to it before, but just, just summarize the, the process for us and, and what can they expect in the way of a scholarship if they are approved? Okay. So first off is you apply for your trade school. They apply for welding. They want to go for that or diesel technician. They apply for it. They get accepted from the school. Um, at the same time that they're applying for that, they need to apply for the Diesel Garage Foundation Scholarship. So that way we know which school that they're going to be working with. So we can reach out and talk to them and say, hey, look, is uh, Mr. Smith over here, has he applied for you guys and has he, has he been accepted? Oh, yeah, he's been accepted. Okay, so we see his application here as well for funding. Um, so we're going to reach out to that person and let them know to go ahead and submit their video to us. And uh, once we go through there and review that, the, the staff and I at the Diesel Garage Foundation will look through that to see um, what, you know, who gets that. And it's, it's definitely a, a process because I, I couldn't make the decision by myself. I got good people with me to help me out. Um, once we figure that out, uh, we, we talk to the school, we see how much it is. Scholarships, um, usually we try to cover the full tuition and the set of tools. So it can range from anywhere from $6,500 all the way up to $20,000 or $25,000 for the one-year program um, of what it is. And what we have available to those, if somebody says, hey, we, we want to go to this school, it's a two-year program. Well, we support that, but we want to focus on the one-year because um, a lot of employers have stated that it would be easier to do that and have them there. Their attitudes are better with certain things. So get the, yeah, get them into the job as quickly as possible. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. you apply for the, the trade school, you apply for the diesel garage foundation scholarship at the same exact time you get approved, send us a video. We approve you guys. Once we approve that, um, we go ahead and take care of that, that payment with the school and the tools. So that way you have that. Obviously, there's there's paperwork involved where, you know, you're responsible if you get kicked out of school or whatever. And what we want to do is rent the tools out for a dollar a month. That way, uh, the tools are are still there available to them. And upon graduation, we, we consider that paid in full because you put this blood, sweat and tears into your program. I'm going to come out. I want to come out and do a picture with you to show everybody, look, the Visa Garage uh, Foundation Scholarship Program really works. We got another graduate right here. All his tools and tuition are considered paid in full at that at that point in time. Yeah, that's that's a good deal for them. You've been listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host Jamie Irvin, and we've been speaking with Eric Via, the founder of the Diesel Garage Foundation. To learn more about the Diesel Garage Foundation, go to dieselgaragefoundation.org. Links are in the show notes. Eric, thank you for being on the Heavy Duty Parts Report. Uh, very very happy to talk to you today. Thanks for having us. We appreciate it.
HCA Truck Pride is the heart of the Independent Parts and Service Channel. They have 750 parts stores and 450 service centers conveniently located across the U.S. and Canada. Visit heavydutypartsreport.com slash Pride today to find a location near you. Again, that's heavydutypartsreport.com slash Pride and let the heart of the Independent Service Channel take care of your commercial equipment.